We get to reconnect with our Orishas and ancestors. And it's just the right sort of vibe to go into uh, the weekend. <laughs> hey, Anru. Hey there, Babs. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. I'm glad to hear um, it. How are you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so shall we, um, welcome our peoples, welcome our ancestors. Listen, this is this, this is the time in the space. Let's do it. Time in the space. All right. So, um, for those not familiar, tuning in, um, we're hearing this for the first time. This is a Yoruba, uh, ancestor chant to, that says, um, I honor you like my fathers, my mothers, all of my ancestors, for the ashe that you've left for me. Um, and um, this ashe that you've left for me, I'm using it today. So ashe is a, is a multi-layered word, which means both may it be so, used in a similar way to amen, um, but it's also about like manifesting like ideas or prayers or kind of unseen things like to manifest them is um, it's, it's ashe which manifests them. Um, but it also means like authority, like the authority to do something um, or the power to do something as well as like these aspects of ourselves, which are really uh, fundamental. Um, so um, because of my ancestors um, and this, lineage of like people who are also woodworkers and stonemasons, right? So there's an ashe that comes there around like building, around sensitivity, around like thinking about how things get put together. And so we're saying we thank our ancestors for the ashe, right? Those affinities that we have that they left for us and that we're using them today. So that's this chant. <clears throat> Ibaba ba tofu washe u. Ibaba ba tofu washe. Ibaba ba tofu washe u. Ibaba ba tofu washe. Hashe tefu an lando iu. Ibaba ba tofu washe. Ibaye ye tofu washe u. Ibaye ye. Tofu washi. Ibaye ye tofu washi u. Ibaye ye tofu washi. Ashe tefu an lando iu. Ibaye ye tofu washi. Ibaye gungun tofu washi u. Ibaye gungun tofu washi. Ibaye gungun tofu washi u. Ibai gungun tofu ashe ashe tefu an lando hiu. 
Bai gongo tofu wase. Bai gongo tofu wase. Bai gongo tofu wase. Ashe. Ashe. I love it. Love it. All right. What's on your heart and mind today? Well, um, so liberation, always on my mind, always on my mind. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, (laughs) But I want to begin that conversation today a little, you know, I can kind of talk about ideas of things, but I also just want to talk about some, some personal movement in that in that direction for me and, and and hopefully there'll be some relevance and we can have and ask questions we can talk about that so i'm a, i'm a mixed race black man my mom's white my dad's black my mom's side is mostly irish and swedish my dad's side is african heritage as well as Mi'kmaq and cherokee um and this yoruba tradition right so i'm a priest in this tradition i'm a babalawo and i've been um, in this tradition since the early 90s, uh, 93 or so is when I first really came across it and then began studying and apprenticing and training. Um, and a fundamental part of this tradition is ancestor worship, right? We started off this, this today, right? This um, conversation we're having, honoring our ancestors and bringing them in. And that's fundamental to so many indigenous uh, practices. Mm-hmm. And what's powerful for me is this indigenous West African practice systems, religious system that holds the culture and the peoples and the teachings and connections to the divine and ethics. Um, in this practice, it has given me um, healthier and healing relationships with all of my ancestors. Right? And so as a, as a mixed person, um, you know, there can be a lot of complexity around like, who am I claiming as my people? And how does this relate to my identity? And like, I go out in the world and I'm brown, right? But like, what does this mean to my people who are Irish and Swedish? And which one of them were embedded in white supremacy and which ones weren't? And which ones of my other side, you know, were traumatized or may have traumatized others, not necessarily because of race, but because of, you know, family violence and, and addiction and such. And this practice has really helped me to really bring into my heart all of my people. Because just like this chant is, right? I'm thanking my ancestors. I honor you for the ashe that you have left for me. And so that ashe comes from all of my ancestors. And even um, if there's uh, complexity, because of complexity with one person or one generation, or even two generations or multiple generations, this, we still have thousands and thousands of ancestors, even from that one line. And so for me, this piece around liberation is about my wholeness. So if I, in my wholeness, part of my confronting and undoing like this colonial mentality and what white supremacy tells me is actually, I get to also receive these blessings and this ashe from my Irish ancestors, from my Swedish ancestors, right? From the lineages that come through them, because that's also who I am. Um, And so I wanted to start off by um, not just kind of claiming this piece, but like, I'm trying to be free, right? I'm trying to be free from these very real systems. Um, And this isn't just about like, oh, we're just all people and difference doesn't matter. 
But it's also to remember, as I'm trying to be free as a person of color, what that really means is I'm trying to undo systems of oppression that tell me I'm not a person. And so um, these traditions have really opened up my heart and my process to my um, my grandma and grandpas who were who were white in a way that um, I knew intellectually, but it didn't hold them in the same way. Right? It's easier to hold and embrace. Oh, these are my black and brown grandparents and uncles and aunties, and oh, they're like in here in this warm, fuzzy place, right? And like, well, like these are my people also, but there's always this distance because. You know, I'd go to holidays and I'm like the only black person there. And like, how do we, what do they know or not know? And that created distance, right? But it was also, as I became older, what are the parts in me that fosters that distance, right? Fosters that disconnection that makes it hard for me to receive the same kind of love that they and that my ancestors have for me on all the sides. It's actually not, I'm not actually made up of sides. Right? And so that's actually, I just wanted to share, like, this tradition has actually brought me in, keeps reminding me and pulling me that in direction, right? I'm not composed of sides. I'm not really composed of parts. Um, I'm really trying to live and be whole and be in relationship with these divine forces, these spiritual forces, and my ancestors and my living family and beloveds. Wow. That's going to help a lot of people who have that same path you know that similar path of you know where do i belong and who do i embrace and who do i keep at arm's length and mm-hmm. well i think that's true for most people regardless i mean so many people <clears throat> there there are very few people where there's not and and i even though i'm talking about this mixing you know there's yes there's a distinction between you know in my known family, right? There's this crossing and love that went across racial lines, right? And that's not true for everybody who's, who's got mixed ancestry, right? And, and there's certainly pain and trauma and healing that needs to be done there. And that lineage, right? That's even before though. So if we talk about, um, assault, right? Sexual assault that occurs, right? It can be sexual assault that's around like, here's this um, person who was enslaved, who was assaulted by this person who was a, a, a quote, owner of people, right? Can't really own people, but right in that system. So there's a person, right? There's a person in, in, in someone's lineage, or maybe there's two people, maybe it's, you know, a couple generations who enacted that thing, and part of the healing is also to remember there's there's people and there's lineages and there's ashe that comes before them that is still a part of us is still us that is still us to claim in terms of our wholeness um, and um, there's a way that um, you know as as a black person it can be easy to say like well this white side is just like evil and bad and cause nothing but pain. And so I'm going to not claim there's nothing there for me. However, right. If we look at, um, side of my family, who's, who's black, right. 
there was pain and violence done there. Yet my tendency is not to then say like, oh, those people, that whole branch and lineage, I'm going to erase and not accept anything from. Right? So it's, if, we're, if the point is that we're trying to be free and trying to be whole, there's healing to be done based on you know, acts of violence and harm that have happened in our lineage. Right? And there are those even before that who were not a part of that. Right? Our ancestry goes back how many years? Right? Thousands of years. These institutions of slavery and genocide and trauma that happened there, we got 1619, right? Mm -hmm. So before that, right? You, we even add like another 500 years, right? There's like, what are these, these embedded systems of even white supremacy are um, not so embedded? among people of color. Um, and there's other issues and other powers of, of oppression that happened with indigenous people who are of European ancestry. Because at one point we we're all indigenous people. And then those things got uh, fundamentally uh, destroyed either a long, long time ago or more recently up until you know today, there's, there's assaults on indigenous people. And so there were people who were, you know, even in my ancestry, you know, indigenous people from the northern parts of what we call Sweden and the British Isles, right? Before, before there was whiteness, right? And so it's not to bypass suffering and to bypass trauma and, trauma and to bypass systems of oppression. But if we're also trying to, to really be free, then there's, there's things in that expanse of who we are, that is for us today. That's for us to claim and to express, right? And so that's true regardless of the explicit mixedness of us or not. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Taking a deep dive this morning. I love it. Yeah. So what's, I'm here for it. What's, what's your, what are your thoughts or questions or responses or what do you what do you think uh... i mean I, I i you know what I, yeah. I i like the fact that this is this is not a it's not a mixed anything conversation it is everybody has this if, if everybody just looked at their own family tree i mean we are all connected and the same dynamics play out we it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters about race and right. um, ethnicity, but that's not the central part of that. Is that all of us in families claim or disclaim folks right. all the time. <laughs> right. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm struck, I'm struck by, how prevalent that is and how um, we all have that. It's not just unique to mixed race people. We're all mixed race people, you know, yeah. uh, on a lot of levels. You know, if you go back far enough, you're going to find everybody. So. Yeah. Hmm. And this piece, I think, you know, it, it can seem more obvious when we're talking about like mixed race, right? It's like, well, those people over there, like they're so different, right? And 
And it's not even that like, oh, we're just kind of all mixed. But again, if the point, like we are alive now, like we're here in 150 years, none of us who are here now are going to be here. Right. (laughs) Things move, right? But so we're here. This is precious. There are things here for us that weren't here before and ain't going to be here later, right? So this is like our moment. And so to me, it's how to, how to really be here as much as possible. And so that's, you know, this, this tradition is outside of, you know, popular mainstream culture and thinking, right? And it me what it what it has meant for me is that it, it pulls me out of the the things that seem so obviously a conflict, right? Like, oh, here are these people in my in my ancestry. I'm sure they were like white supremacists and they were like calling people all kinds of things and they were right. And maybe, right? And I'm not trying to like let me just magically um, forgive them or like bring them into my heart. And if if they were sitting here, be like, oh, everything is fine and beautiful. depends on my capacity, but also doesn't mean that I have to get stuck there and then reject everything that came, understand that there's beauty that came before them also. Right. And so that's a harder thing because that makes me, that has made me to question and challenge like, Oh, am I actually othering in the same way? Right. So, this system of white supremacy has said there's this thing called race, right? So it is a construct and it has life and death consequences. Both of those things are accurate and true. But if I all of a sudden am saying like those white people are whatever, then in that moment, I am buying into this construct and saying, oh, there's a, there's a white people thing that others them that should have not that should have nothing to do with my wholeness and my liberation. And that's kind of an easy thing to do because, oh, look, white supremacy and white people, they're bad, right? And it's easy to do that. But that's actually falling into the same trap that the system of white supremacy has created in the first place. Ooh. And so this tradition, which this indigenous tradition and many, I mean, indigenous traditions that exist outside of that construct have a different framework, say, oh, you propitiate and you honor your ancestors because they have something for you. That's the fund. That's a fundamental understanding among Yoruba people. And we, it doesn't mean that they're all glorious beings. There's still messiness in there. Right. But you know, you don't, you don't go, you know, asking the advice of someone who has, you know, murdered somebody, right. Or killed themselves. Cause like, well, they're not really in life in the way that I need support. Right. But someone who's just like annoying, I may not like them, but they may still be holding something that's valuable for me now. That actually has to do with who I am, how I express myself in this, in this life that I'm in now. And so this tradition has been, has said, find, like part of the work is finding your way to receive from your people. And so part of my healing is like, oh, Am I, am I allowing myself to receive from this whole branch or not? And that mm. branch might be really close or that branch might be a few generations back. 
And it's easy to look at it in terms of race because that's the easy, oh, look, these are the brown people and these are the white people, right? That's <laughs> your marker, right? And so it's easy to get confused in that because we are raised to say, oh, there are these fundamental differences of humanness between these people. And we're trying to undo that the ways that we are dehumanized as a part of our liberation. I'm a person, right? I'm, I'm, uh, I deserve just because I exist as a human being to have these same opportunities. And I'm not less than, which is what white supremacy says to me. But I also have to not fall into the trap to say like, oh, they are actually the ones who are less than. I'm, I'm, I'm more than, but they're less than, right? Then I'm actually still eating the same soup, still drinking the Kool-Aid, right? And that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's some work. It's some work. It's some work and it's ongoing. And it's, and it's possible. And they're, they're pract again, they're practices, um, and systems and technologies to do that, to move in that direction. But it's for me, some of this about ancestor work in particular, because, you know, we all have ancestors, right? That's just a fact is it's about permission. Like, can you give yourself permission to even like look and be open to receive, right? You want to keep yourself safe, right? It's not just like open all the doors and everybody just come running in, right? Because um, that can just feel <laughs> overwhelming and crazy um, and unsafe. But doing the work step by step, even allowing yourself to think that it might even be possible. Because mm. we, we're human beings, we experience reality through our senses, right? That's how we experience reality. We, our senses, our physicality comes from being born, right? So it's genetic material that comes together to create us as, as a person. And that genetic material comes from our ancestors who had that genetic material. Like that is not a mystery, right? So the way that we experience reality, how we see, touch, smell, taste, right? Hear, and other types of senses that we may have, right? We've got those basic five, literally come from our ancestors, which means we are sharing how they experience reality, right? So like some people have an affinity for like smell and sensitivity by my wife, Tegan, that's like off the charts. That's like a whole different universe of smells that she has. And can, she be like, I smell the thing. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> no, nothing is registering here at all. I'll be in the kitchen. She'll be in another room in a completely different part. And be, is something burning? And I'm like, I'm in front of the stove. And then like <laughs> two seconds later, I'll be like, oh yeah, something, what's going on? <laughs> physical organ built, constructed genetic material. This comes right. So that exists in the lineage, right? So their affinities of how people experience reality and how they experience reality. 
Mm. And people with certain affinities do certain things are drawn towards certain things. So people know this in their ancestry. Oh yeah, there's this line of people who were teachers. Here's this line of people who like did work with their hands. Here's this line of people who are musicians or who could sing. Like, right? Because this is where it's come from. We're also this magical, wonderful mix, right? And this comes from our people. So if I'm trying to be whole, if I'm trying to be free, and let's say I have a easy, beautiful voice, right? I've got a huge range, could do all the things, right? <clears throat> and I find suddenly find it like, wait a minute, that comes from, right? If if you're a person who's clearly mixed, oh, that comes from this oppressive peoples. They have these beautiful voices. Or maybe it comes from a line, if you don't identify as mixed, from like, oh, well, this part of this, of my family, like, there were people there who committed, you know, violence on my family, right? Do I now say as the alive person, oh, I'm not going to honor this voice because this is where it comes from. Mm. I hope not. I hope that is not the response, right? Because again, we go back to this chant. I honor you for this ashe that you have given to me, that you've left for me, and I'm using it today. That's a good, uh, that's very provocative. Well, you know, honestly, you see this when you see uh, um, Professor Gates do that, finding my ancestors, and uh, and when he lays out the, the tree, the lineage, just that very thing. Like you come from a long line of actors or right. You 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 get it honestly because you come from a long line of teachers or yeah. you know, yeah. from far as back as, you know, the sixteen hundreds or whatever. Right. And so, um and that's I don't I don't that's not an accident. We're not all the same. There's no accident. <laughs> They're affinities, right? Oh, I, I just have this skill. I have this like ability that's, I didn't have, you know, and that some of it is like, you know, it's not that you have to have that to be successful, right? There's other things you can like work and develop and, you know, even those affinities, then you need to put work and effort into them, right? Um, to really fully develop them. <clears throat> but it's a start, it's a different starting point. Hmm. And again, if the point is to be free, if the point is to be whole, then let me not be the one to censor myself, to say, no, not that part, this glorious thing that I have. No, but that comes from this place that is too complicated and this pain. Ah, no. Let me not be the one to say no. Cause I'm here now. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 <clears throat> and maybe you don't make it complicated to the point where it, I mean, I, I, I'm of the mindset that you can acknowledge things and acknowledge your existence without having to 
condone right. anything. Right. Just like, you know what? This is what it is. I see it. I accept it. You know. Yeah, I, I do not condone, you know, the the intimate partner, partner, family, domestic violence that occurred from my great grandfather to my grandfather. I don't condone any of that, right? I can still like, well, I mean, there are things that come through him, right? And there, there are aspects of him that may have been like, oh, here's this thing that like he's passing through. Things are passing through him. He's, he's not like the generator necessarily of these things, but like, oh, this, these qualities still pass through him and to my grandfather and to my father and to me. I can honor these positive qualities that have moved through that line. I don't have to condone his, um, the violence that he did and the harm that he caused at all. But it also means that I don't stop at my grandfather and be like, well, it was my great right. grandfather who was the bad one. Oh, but wait a minute. But then my grandfather also did some stuff. Do I then cut him off too? I'm like, well, and then my dad. Uh, like, all of a sudden I'm like, cut. Like, oh, what about, you know, five generations ago? What about my, you know, great, 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 great grandfather, grandmother? Were they okay? Well, now I'm, all of a sudden I've cut myself off from them. That's, that's, I'll say it this way. That is not skillful. That is literally like the cutting off of parts of ourselves because it's complicated. We yeah. We know how to integrate it. Yeah. That's the right word, complicated. Yeah. Like that's the right use of the word complicated, I think. Yeah. It's complicated. It's not. <laughs> but like life is complicated, right? It's There's all kinds of, you know, it's, you know, I mean, we can kind of go either way, right? It's actually like we make things complicated, right? There's a lot that we make things complicated. Um, um, and whatever it is, however you want to name it or frame it, like, it is not easy. It is not simple. Um, and, and yet it is still worthwhile to go in that direction. Liberation is not simple, right? It is complicated. Mm-hmm. Because we've internalized so much that, and and the regular messages we get in our day to day, don't move us in this direction. Don't move us in the direction of liberation. Scroll through whatever social media you're on, turn on the whatever channels you're watching, and what percentage is actually speaking about literally your liberation in a way that's relevant? Not much. Mm. Not much. What's the what is the regular that you walk out the door and is, is is the regular message that you get like yes, Babs, we want you to be free. <laughs> no, <laughs> it'd be great if it was, right? <laughs> we find our way to like receive that, right? But, like, <laughs> it's not just the norm. <laughs> Gosh. Imagine if like um right the normal practices had to do with that and they were just regular. Like they were so embedded that they were they were regular. Right now, that's gotta be the big oh, we'll do the workshop and the retreat and find the channel and find the person and like really get into that. Like we gotta find the thing that's special. 
because it is so far removed from just being real. And so let us, right, this isn't just some theory kind of pie in the sky, but like <coughs> practices, and can we find those practices, whatever they are, that bring us into these things so that our recovery back into this place of seeking that kind of wholeness is easier and doesn't require so much of a radical shift. Right? We're like, we're in an ordinary way eating things that are healthy for us versus like, oh my God, I have to like undo this whole thing and redo this whole thing to like transform. Like, but what if the regular way we just consumed food was healthy and helped us to live long and like have a quality of life? Wouldn't that be grand if that was, I mean, the standard American diet is sad, right? S-A-D. It's, it can't be clearer. People who come to this country from other places who are healthy and they come here and after a while, they're not so healthy because of the standard American diet. Like, that's just, that's awful. Like, yeah. So that's, it's, it's the same things like emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically. What are we, can we pivot and start to engage in these practices because just mean practice is just a thing you just keep doing, right? <laughs> that are in line with our wellness, that are in line with our liberation, that are in line with our wholeness. Mm. And and I'm here to say, yes, there are ways to do that. I but like it. Not easy. No, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> easy. <laughs> No, it's not easy. But we're acculturated to thinking that things should be easy, right? If I'm planting food, it's not easy. But it's like, oh, but if that's the orientation, it becomes regular. It's not easy getting up and taking care of yourself, taking care of other people, whatever it is. But, like, there's an aspect of that that's regular. You just got to do it. And it's a matter of shifting the practices to be like that. Mm. Because we're so not cultured to do that right oh i had a stressful day oh so that means when i get home or get to these places that are like really about me I, i'm filled up there are these things that i have to do that i can restore like recharge my battery like do those things but for most people they come home with a stressful day and it's like let me numb out let me avoid get out of my face i'm just trying to tune out right that's the norm in one way shape or form right and so we're, there's not the ability to recharge, to remind us of, oh, right, this was a hard day, so I need to recover from this hard day. And here's some things I can do to recover. Huh. Versus like, I'm bad, or it's bad, or I'm good, or it's like getting confused in that, or like, I can't pay attention to any of it. I just have to like get through the night and then go to bed and then get up and do the same thing. <laughs> yeah to live in this one precious life that we have right here right now yeah and that's a that's a strong liberation that's a strong statement for crafting your liberation right like what can i do what here are some things that i can do yes you know and then they become regular so that 
the world doesn't destroy you, you know. I think that's the piece that people need. Like, there are things that you could do to buffer, to even stave off the world. And for me, what's been helpful is sometimes it's actually like, so like, here's the pressure of the world coming in, and we can feel like we're inside of that pushing out. And some of that comes with not having a framework to understand even what's happening. Mm. Because if we understand where we may have some agency differently, we kind of step out of the way altogether. It's like, oh, that's trying to crush me. And I'm actually over here, like, honor my ancestors and like, listen to what they have to tell me and not just getting lost in my scroll. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or it's like, oh, I need some water. Like, let me drink some water. That's actually going to like nourish me. Yeah. Let me get some enough sleep. Oh, am I, am I self-aware enough to realize when I'm falling into addictive patterns? And if so, can I then oh catch it a little sooner and pivot? Mm. Or I know I'm in it and I can't pivot. Okay, so then, then what you need and the support you need of the thing to do is different in that moment. Or like, I have no idea if I'm falling into these addictive patterns. Oh, okay. Maybe start thinking about that and looking at that. Is there something there or not? Not that it has to be, but can we be curious about ourselves as a being and how we are living mm. and where we can, where we might need a, um, a, like a, a shift in our awareness or consciousness, right? If we're not aware that there are systems of oppression, then how are we going to know that it's not just me or like some failure of mine. It's, oh, this system is actually organized a certain way. So let me now address that differently. Oh, this is an interpersonal conflict. Oh, let me address that differently. Well, this is one that's like, oh, it's actually not interpersonal. This is, this is like policy needs to change. This rule needs to change. This practice needs to change. But if we don't understand which of those things it is, we're not going to be skillful in undoing it and then finding what liberation is, what beauty is, what growth is, what love is, uh, what connection really is, um, what mystery is um, versus we got to control and aim in this direction and achieve the things and get the status and get the likes and, you know, get all the things. It's like, huh, maybe, maybe liberation might be different. Right. Let me be curious about what that might be. Is mm. this really nourishing me? Is this really feeding me? Thank you again for another good conversation. Everybody, today's word is liberation. Get you some. <laughs> go go look into this thing called liberation for yourself. Yeah. Thank you. Step by step. He'll be back. Don't y'all worry. He'll be back. <laughs> we'll have We'll have more conversation. But in the meantime, liberation is the word of the day. Go find you some. Yeah. Make yourself some. Make yourself, go make yourself some liberation. Oh. <laughs> Inhale it. Breathe it in. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Anru. Have a good weekend. I know I'll see you around. I will see you around. All right. Say hello to everybody at your house. All right, Harry Droves, we on our way out. Today's Thursday, tomorrow's Friday. I'll be back tomorrow. Y'all have a good weekend. Be safe out there. Don't hurt nobody. And be kind to yourself. I'll see you.